0: to that week because it was always
2: intense. The man, the myth, the legend, Dante Hall. My my, my favorite player growing up was Dante Hall. I love you guys and still, but Dante was my guy. This episode of Chief Concerns is brought to you by betonline.ag and nordvpn.com. Football might be over this season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. Obviously, wearing my Sixers gear. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land, BetOnline is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. Head over to the website or use your mobile devices to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code Believe. that's B-L-E-A-V, to get started. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds. Right to the Olympic coverage is the best in the business. From sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. BetOnline is your number one online wagering destination. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. BetOnline, where the game starts. Hey there, Marcus Dash here, co-host of Chief Concerns. At the conclusion of this episode, please make sure to like and subscribe to our podcast right here on YouTube. And for all you listeners out there, please be sure to give us a five-star review on any of the platforms you use to listen to us. I want to thank you all for listening to us throughout the season, and we look forward to engaging with you all throughout the off season. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to another episode of Chief Concerns. I'm here with our our host, Jason Dunn, and our other host is coming in right now, uh, Eric Warfield, um... So uh, uh, what, what was your first takeaway from the other uh, Super Bowl this past weekend?
0: Uh first takeaway, man, from the Super Bowl. We'll let we let E get in here real quick so you can hear this, you know. I don't want to be disrespectful. Every time I come in late, you know what I'm saying, y'all over talking. So I'm I'm gonna actually graciously wait for E. How you doing, Willfield? How you doing, E? You doing all right, man? Hey, 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 hey.
1: My apologies, fellas. You're good, man. Me I up, got bro. a new new uh new kid. Not kid. My niece has left her puppy with me, so I took the puppy outside, forgot what time it was, didn't have my <laughs> phone, so.
0: W- uh, They're going to be all over that carpet if you don't. <laughs> little badass thing, too. Zoe.
1: You hungry? Look, come here, sit. Sit. What kind of
2: dog is it? Aw.
0: Uh-huh. What's a little? Uh, terriers, right? They're like uh, a. <laughs> Uh, short-haired terrier, long-haired terriers, uh, long-haired terriers. Okay? Yorkie-like. Yorkie, yeah, Yorkie terriers or something, yeah, yeah. Hey, hate hey. <laughs> Look at that joker right there. <laughs> <laughs> yep, so I'm stuck for a little while. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: it's all right. It's okay. Give you something to do. Give me some uh, responsibility, all right? I know. That, oh,
2: ain't, that ain't good good uh, talk uh, to to a girl. I mean, have that dog right there. It's a great conversation start right
1: here. Most of the times it is. Damn right it is.
0: Joe, you're going to leave from over here Just and just, like, just walk down the street with that dog, right? <laughs> 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 so where are we at, man? We, right, just, go ahead,
2: we literally just began, uh, and we we're talking about initial reaction to the Super Bowl, the kind of the whole thing, the halftime show, or just the game in general. What were your thoughts on it?
1: On the halftime show,
2: anything about the Super Bowl, the halftime show, the commercials, anything about the spectacle?
1: I don't know, man. Like I, I, I kind of posted it on Twitter, but um, it was, it was a, it was a good football game to watch. Uh, was it captivating? I didn't think it was. Uh, just because of the simple fact that, you know, we put so much hope into the team that we cheer for, and when they weren't representing the AFC West, and on top of that, like majority of the commercials were like boo boo, so mm-hmm. I uh, really lost interest at that part. But I'm happy for Aaron Donald, happy for Matthew Staff, happy for the happy for the Rams family. You know that they got it won. Um, you know I was I think we were kind of hoping all that uh, the AFC would represent, but you know, with the defensive line that's built like that and the defensive team that's built like that overall, uh, hard to get a win.
0: Yeah, man, it was – It was. I knew it was going to be a close game. Um, like he said, like even all like the glitz and stuff around it, they try to make it like that the, – uh, uh, the, the, the bluster and, and all the excitement. And, and they kind of did a good job of it, you know, but, you know – End of the day, man, it was kind of a uh, so-so kind of game. Yeah, it wasn't as as exciting as you would expect, right? Wasn't a whole lot of just huge plays. There was a couple big plays here, here and there. But uh yeah, I thought, you know, I put I, I thought the Rams was gonna win. As that was my, my pick. Um, you know, I knew Cincinnati was gonna try to give them a, a little bit. And when Cincinnati went up, I was like, okay, see, this is like Cincinnati, you let them hang around for a little bit, and that's where they start trying to get you. They get a little bit more confidence, staying in the game. But I said Last week, that Aaron Donald was going to will them jokes to win. <laughs> I'm telling you that, that he was not going to give up anything. And him stopping on that third down, uh, and then getting that at, that pass rush at the end, man, that that was huge. And uh, yeah. all it took, you, you know, all it took really was, you know, Aaron Donald. And then get, you, you got to go to your boy. You got to go to your monster uh, <laughs> cup. I mean, at the end, like it, like somebody said, man, hey, just throw it to him. I don't care if he's open or not. Throw, throw it to him and let him do his due. And so we've seen that. Yeah, we I didn't see.
1: get that part, man. But Cooper, I don't know how you sweep on him week in, week out. So this is, I, I make this comment in one of our group texts. Uh, J.D., I don't think you're in this one. Um, as far as, like, the little uh, nickel guys or, or, or what do you call them? Um, slot receivers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Renfro, um, uh, Beasley, um, you know, those type that, that literally play the slots. Yeah, I don't know how you continue to let them beat you and beat you and beat you because if it's me and a defensive coordinator, I'm going to have my guy in my corner, Nickelback, play underneath. Every single route, underneath. They're not going to beat you deep because they're small. They're not the fastest of, of guys. They run the shiftiest routes, mm-hmm. but they're going to get those little quick Five yards here, 10 yards there, hitches, outs, uh slants. They want all these little extra yardage or, or quick gains they can get. Put a man under, you you stop that. The thing with cup, cup has proven since technically to me, I've been watching since he's been you know in the league. Dude's been balling every year. Yeah. Every year. That and bears- this year just happens to be a standout year for him. He has phenomenal footwork. He runs routes to where his he's, he's off-the-line um uh, game is, is, is crucial. Footwork is just on point. Yeah. And he doesn't miss a whole lot. And I don't know if a, a lot of the guys just sleep on him. So just to go back to the days where I had my struggles with, you know, um, Marvin Harrison. Uh, Marvin doesn't run for sites routes. I, I think I've said this many times on many episodes. Like, he's not going to run your normal seven routes, your normal post routes, your normal out. He's going to sit there and play around until he beats you. And Peyton sits there and wait. But with such a crew that they have, you know, Edge in the backfield, uh, Wayne on the other side, uh, and whoever at the slot was still doing work too. Marvin can sit there and play. I had struggles against Marvin because I'm I'm used to covering routes. I don't care how fast you are. You still have to run that route at a precise – usually at a precise route at a yardage. Yeah. And when I practice that and it doesn't work that way, I'm lost. I'm confused. Um, And I think Cup has some of that in him. Uh, dude is, you know, I, I, the first take or whatever it was next day, they were talking like they weren't jamming at the line of scrimmage. People don't really get hands on Cooper because he's good at the line of scrimmage. Right. Um, and he has, you know, again, great footwork and, and exceptional hands. Double the guy. Odell is out. You have nothing else to go to. And they went an entire drive. Cup, 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 cup. End zone, end zone, cup, cup. Why would you double the guy?
0: But, you know, when they started they started moving him around a little bit more. And also, too, like when you're in that slot, you got a two-way go. And so I, I get, you know, you're playing underneath the guy. But like you said, he's so dynamic at the top of the route, too, that when he's shaking you and, and the time is going off in his head. And, and, and here's here's another thing we got to realize, too. Matthew Stafford is just a much better quarterback than uh, uh, Jared Goff, right? I mean, you know, and, and when you have a guy that can get the, the ball to you like that, then – He's it, just a little bit of step he's got. He's going to be open, and Matthew Stafford to put the ball right on you. But he's so precise in his routes, and then when he's shaking you at the line of scrimmage, he's gaining ground while he's doing it, right? And so he knows, like those, like you said, those little routes, five to six yard routes. He's yards at the catch, he's good at. Once he catches a football, he he gets yak yards. That yak for him is tremendous, and so they knew at, at a certain point right? You try to double him all day. Odell is is killing you pretty much, right? He starts eating. Well, I guess somewhere, I I guess you want to say after Odell got hurt, they was floundering, right? Because Van Jefferson wouldn't really, he wouldn't do anything you know what I'm saying, to hurt him, right? Matter of fact, I I think I I even text this, when he threw that one ball up to him in the end zone, Van Jefferson could have came back to knock that ball down. And he let, uh, the DB uh, end up intercepting it, but when Cooper Cup, they said, "Look, we got to move this guy around a little bit more, right?" And it's just a matchup in itself. He was on a linebacker. He he got apple, took care of apple. He got a bit, a bit <laughs> took a bite out the apple. Like he told, he went over to uh the, the, to Robert and told him apple sauce? Yo, they knew matchup is what it was going to be, and so they end up finding it. It's just exploiting it. That's what you <laughs> do offensively, man. That's why. That's why like. You got to learn how to make adjustments like that. If a guy's not getting open the first half, you got to find ways to try to get him the football, right? Because he's your guy. You got to find a way how to get him the ball. And so, man, he, he's just phenomenal uh, with, with his route running, what he does. Uh, but, you know, they it, it was a year, man. Matthew Staff, like you said, I'm happy for him, too. I'm happy for yeah, him. Too. And, and, and one of
1: the comments that I, I know ESPN was saying about, um, how bad Cincinnati's offensive line was. I don't think that they are that bad. You just went up against a, a better, a great defensive line. Right. You know, I don't care who you put in front of Aaron Donald, he's going to get the best of you. Right, you know, right. And you got a lot of, you know, trying to double, not double, but single up on Von Miller. Von's established. Von's legit. Absolutely. You know, he's going to get his. And so uh, 94, I don't know his name for the defensive line, was playing exceptionally well for, for the Rams. And so when you when you slack up and you take those double teams or, or like they said, Raheem was finding ways to get Aaron open uh, open or uh, you know one on one matchups. Uh-huh.
0: He's gonna beat any line.
1: Yeah. You know, you have you take your head off to what Cincinnati's done, whether draft wise and either get into the Super Bowl because they did. They had a great year. They came out and beat the supposed us twice to to get to the Super Bowl. You know we were the favorite going in and. For uh, whatever the knock on them, is their offensive line. I think they did exceptionally well. It's just, you know, you got you, you you're going up against a guy that's right now being compared to the greatest defensive player
0: ever played. E- exactly. So, right. Yeah. I don't know what else you can do. Yeah. Who are you going to draft? Yeah. Right. And, and, and that's and, and that's the key because when you're sitting there, and you, you're talking about this. So like you said, he's he's being compared to like the greatest of all time. Right. I mean, he wins, you know, uh, uh, MVP, uh, defensive player of the year. Then you talk about Tennessee. Tennessee has a great uh, uh, yeah a defensive line too. So and a defensive line up, head coach. Yeah, <laughs> come on, man. So you know we, we're not talking about uh, chopped liver. You know what I'm saying? Rushing the rest of these guys. I mean, so it, it, and you had to look at it because you know Chris Jones is a, is, a, is a great defensive lineman for us, but we didn't really sniff back there, and so we didn't capitalize we saying,
1: on our the person that we got. We didn't capitalize on
0: right, 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 and so that's that's why I got it got tough. But uh, yeah, man, Aaron Donald, man, is just—he's he, just a monster in himself, man. Come on. So I don't care who you put in front of him, he's going to win eventually, you know. Yeah. Seriously.
2: yeah, I mean, they did allow the, the like, top three most sacks all, all year long—the uh, the, the, o line. I mean, they weren't going against the Rams every week, but I mean, uh, I will say, I but say you, you know not- the
1: thing is, if, if, you, if even if you do allow that many, and you still find a way to make it to the Super Bowl, you got a lot to be proud of. Yeah, definitely.
2: Yeah. Because people were trying to compare the Mahomes uh, O-line to the Burrow O-line in the Super Bowl last year to, to this no. one. I mean, you can't compare the two at all. I mean, one was pretty much full of reserves, and then you had this one, which got him to the Super Bowl. This is the line that he had from day one. Um, but I did see a metric saying that you cannot blame all sacks on the O-line this year because apparently Burrow, just based on the the, the the amount of seconds that he holds the ball, oh, yeah, he holds the ball for a long time. So a lot of those sacks – I mean, he's, he's kind of, he's, he's looking and looking and looking. And a lot of the ones in that Tennessee game, you watch, he's ta- he, he's holding the ball for a long time. He's getting sacked. Um, so, it's not all on the old line. And I think what you guys said, I, I echo that on the line.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, cover sacks, man. It, I mean, it, and it happens. The thing is, when Joe Burrow is he's trying to find a guy because he knows he has those three receivers, Higgins, Boyd, and, and, and Chase. And he's just waiting. Just I just need a little bit more time. But now you ain't got it. You ain't got it, buddy. So, yeah. Um, Oh, I, I will say this, uh, and, and I know we we're just talking about football, but man, the halftime show, okay, uh, the, the singing of the national anthem, everybody, every entertainer that came out there uh, did a tremendous job. Absolutely, lights out, Drain and them Jokers absolutely turned it out. Turn, I told you, man, that halftime show, I, I wish the volume was up a little bit more, but I'm sure in the stadium it sounded because everybody was, you could tell everybody was bopping to it. You know, everybody they turned to, they was, they was in it. They was, yo, it was, yeah. And so that's how I was like, too, man. We was jumping around over here at the crib. At the <laughs> what do you think, E? What do you, what do you think about the halftime show? I mean, it was good. I,
1: I'm not, I, I don't really pay that much attention to what halftime shows are. They're basically concerts. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a short concert within a few minutes. Um, the, 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 the thing for me on Super Bowl Sunday is the game and the commercials.
0: So you don't, you don't really stick around for the halftime show? That's when I go fix me a plate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, well, you missed a treat, man. It, it, no, 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 I'm not saying I didn't miss
1: it, but what I'm saying is just, it's, it's a part of my playlist either way. Right, so right. I'm not, you know, I get to listen to it. I, I caught, you know, glimpses of it. Uh, it was, they put together a good, a good host of, uh, of entertainers, a group of entertainers to, to, to put on the show. And you know, like I said, but just for me, I don't, I don't tune in on Sundays or, or Super Bowl Sunday for the halftime show. So I'm there so for the game. I'm, I'm there 100
0: for the game and the commercials. I got you. I got. And some, you know, and I like some of the commercials. Some of the commercials, are all right. Uh, but you, you weren't crip walking to go get no plate there. So you can not crip walk to get a plate. <laughs> I've been wearing red
1: since I was a little – Since knee yeah. high to a grasshopper. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't gang bang either. I hear you, baby. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> With the halftime shot. Hey, you know what? I guess that's why I didn't work in New England, because of the colors. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't wear every, every school, I, every school I, team I've ever played for has been red since I was a kid.
0: Yeah. Really? Well, okay.
1: Nebraska, Kansas City.
0: Nebraska, yeah, and, and oh, I'm going way back to –
1: Peewee, Pee-wee. Oh, wow. middle school, all of
2: them, yeah. Hmm. Well, where you're at, are, are they big, uh, where, where you grew up, is that big like Arkansas Razorback territory?
1: So they, Is yeah, that like we, where the colors were? Yeah. Okay. So we were basically exactly like the, the college. Uh, Our chant was, you know, wool, pig, suey. We were the Razorbacks. Uh, Same right. logo and
2: all. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think the cool thing with the, uh, the halftime show um, – it was a simp- it was it was simple, you know, it's, and it was also different. Where it's not it's not the same old a- Aerosmith and like you know, guys. Man, I'm not a big Aerosmith fan, but like you know, that's it's the stuff we that they usually have. You know, recent years they've kind of spruced it up a little bit. but it, See, it was I'm simple. a fan of
1: all music. I love it all. I, I you know, I play golf. I got I got hard rock. I got country. I got rap. Nice. One thing I won't play is, is R and B. You know, I'm not there for uh, uh, I'm not I'm not out there for a mellow type day. You know, even with my country, it's not usually like a lot of the sad stuff. I like the, the the upbeat type stuff.
0: Yeah. It'd be kind of like when Mary J started playing some of the, you know, I was like, you know, it changed the vibe. You know what I mean? Changed the vibe of things. But but it was suitable
1: for all, for all genders, though. You know, they had some, you know, for the women. Uh, I know the women like rap too,
0: but you throw a little Mary J. in there, and it, it kind of, yeah. you know, it, it hits it hits home for them. I watched it about about four years ago in concert, man. And she she shoot she did a tremendous job. You know, she still got it. I seen her. She went down. She went down one time. I was like, oh, Mary, don't go down too deep. <laughs> you ain't gonna be able to get back up. Don't do that. You got the you you mean son. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I just I, you know what I hated just you know like the other, like the, the, the BS commentary of all this, you know, like sometimes people just want to argue and fuss about things all the time, just trying to find stuff, man. And I just, it, to me, look, enjoy the show. Enjoy it. You know what I mean? Yeah.
2: I mean, that, that, you see that every year. Ago, I, the year we won, it was the Shakira and J-Lo people had problems with that. It's like, how do you have problems with Shakira and J-Lo? You know, I mean,
1: right.
2: Yeah. Whether you like the music or not, you still enjoy the the, the show that is Shakira and J-Lo, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but, uh, okay, so first concern tonight, uh, this is, you know, coming off the Super Bowl, right? You would think the team that won it, like last year, the Buccaneers won it. They were still a favorite going into the next year as far as the Vegas odds. But with this, we were, the Chiefs are actually the favorite going into next year. We're tied with the Buffalo Bills for being the favorites in the NFL and the AFC uh, next year. Um, I thought the, the, the weird one was the third highest odds in the AFC was Denver. I think Vegas thinks that they're going to get Aaron Rodgers. That, that I mean, that, that's what it sounds like. Uh, but what do you all think about the super early odds going into next year that we, us and the Buffalo Bills are tied as far as having the highest odds of getting to get to uh, the the big dance next year?
1: I think it just proves that it goes to show that how bad we how bad we blew this uh, AFC West Championship. You know, we didn't make the proper adjustments, and I think everybody noticed. <laughs> Either with that game or the game before, we have Buffalo. You had the two best teams that played that week before, and us and Buffalo. In that, uh, and so, um, and I think the favorite was coming out of the AFC, no matter what, uh, whether it was us or Buffalo. Still, I think that those two teams are the best two teams out there with the best two quarterbacks. The, the things that Josh uh, Allen is able to do is phenomenal, dude you know, showed us a whole new uh, way of playing a position this year at his size and his, his ability to get, you know, to, to make the big plays and in the moment on the road, um, you know, and and the things that Patrick has continued to do is is going to always keep us in the front uh, as a front runner. Um, you know, we still have two spectacular weapons in, in Kelsey and Hill. Um, and so just those three alone, I think, if we're capable of staying in rhythm, not the way we started this season, but just staying in some type of rhythm, don't have to be 100 a, a points every game, don't have to be 1,000 yards thrown, uh, just staying in a good rhythm. We, we, as long as we got those three, or at least Patrick, we're gonna be the favorites for most most of the years to come. Uh, and I think with, with what Josh Allen has shown, uh, he's gonna be right there on our heels. So, uh, you know, credit to the Rams for winning, but my perception is just like most others, uh, I think,
0: you know, those are
1: the two best teams
0: in the NFL for
1: next year for this season coming.
0: Yeah, I I agree with that, you know, wholeheartedly, seriously, because, you know, he he said it. When we watched that that game with Kansas City and Buffalo, that was probably the most exciting game that anybody's seen in in quite some time. And so um, you thought whoever won that game, after how, how it ended, like man, these guys are going to the Super Bowl. It's going to be hard to beat, you know, a team like that. So, you know, Josh Allen. I mean, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, and it's not, you know, uh, a guess why these teams are always up there because you have premier quarterbacks. Every team that has a premier quarterback always has a chance to win. It's always, it's always going to be projected. And I know you said something about the Broncos, are projecting getting Aaron Rodgers. You know, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to pan out, to be honest with you, because I'm looking at what they had up there in Green Bay. Is he leaving from Green Bay, coming down to Denver and having a better shot and chance? I mean, I, I was looking at him. I'm like, shoot, I don't know. You know, that's, that's his home. Maybe, maybe he needs something new. But if he comes in the AFC, man, it's just going to be even more stacked. And so, um, like it's like he said, man, I think every time you had Patrick Mahomes, uh, Josh Allen, always going to be a contender for the top in, in, in going to the. To the uh, to the Super Bowl every single year. These guys, man, they're gonna be shooting it out year after year after year, uh, and it's great. It's great for football. It's great for the AFC, um, and and people want to see that. So it's gonna be exciting, man, from the years to come. But I think I think they get it right. They they know what they're talking about.
2: Yeah, yeah. I I, I mean, I just find it funny that Vegas has the uh, the Broncos so high. I mean, it's obviously there's no more information on him going to Denver, but I saw a report today that Nathaniel Hackett is apparently pulling out all stops to try to recruit him over to come over to uh, to Denver. Well, that's the news. So if that's
1: the news and they think that's what's going to happen, I mean, it's Aaron Rodgers. He's MVP. So, yeah, it makes them that that much of a better team. Does it make make them better than the Chiefs or or the Bills? I don't think so. Uh, But, you know, that's what they based stuff off of is – you know who, who do you have and uh,
2: what what have they done lately so I mean, it'd be interesting to see they, they they have a good plethora of weapons they have a good running game javante williams they have, they have a lot they have a lot of guys i mean it's just gonna be interesting Weathers, to
0: they do yeah. yeah they got some weapons they do yeah jerry judy uh Fant uh frank uh patrick you know, patrick yeah so I mean, they got they got some weapons
2: what's more important than peace of mind nothing And that's what NordVPN is here for, to give you peace of mind while you are online. And with all the threats that you face today on the internet, it's more important than ever to be sure that you have the best VPN you can get. NordVPN is the world's best VPN service, offering the fastest connectivity, most servers, and next-gen encryption to make sure that everything you do online stays secure. Plus, you can use NordVPN on all of your computers and devices, no matter the operating system. With NordVPN's unlimited bandwidth, you never have to worry about a slow connection either, and plans start at under $4 per month. So grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com believe, or use the code believe, that's B-L-E-A-V, to get up to 70% off your NordVPN plan, plus one additional month for free. It's also risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. It's, speaking of weapons, so our, our next concern, um, obviously last week we, we talked about the number two receiver, but since then I'm seeing all sorts of things on Twitter of who's going to come in. Um, so the two, two, there's two new names. We talked about Juju and OBJ last week. OBJ obviously torn ACL. I don't know how much help he's going to be to any team next year. Um, obviously he'll be recovering from his torn ACL it's sad to see, you know, at least he got a ring, though, out of it. Um, but uh, the two new names are Allen Robinson, free agent. Um, apparently, he's been liking a lot of stuff uh, from chief fan accounts, talking about him uh, playing with Mahomes. He's been liking a lot of stuff. I think even last year, he tweeted like an eyes emoji to like a, like a report of Robinson coming to Kansas City. And the other one was Calvin Ridley. Apparently, Calvin Ridley, um, during the trade deadline, we we approached Atlanta to see what the deal was with him. Um, and then during the trade deadline, that's when he was went to non football or non football injury list. Um, he's kind of go with some me- mental health stuff. But report from Sam White this past week is that Atlanta is looking to trade him. They want a new beginning for Atlanta as well as Calvin Ridley, um, so he can start uh, somewhere else. Last week, you guys talked about explosive uh, options. Which one of these guys do you think would be that explosive option for um, for Kansas City? Ridley.
0: Nation? Uh I, I mean Allen Robinson no doubt but I, I think I I think and here's a here's the reason why I say that is because he 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 catches the ball at the high point I mean he does a great job he's a big body I mean he he's athletic uh a guy like that is is number 1 he's a number 1 receiver without a doubt Calvin Ridley to me is a number 2 um, and so I watched him last year. Actually, I had him on my fantasy team, and I kind of watched him. And I, I and look, you know, mental health is serious. I'm glad he was able to get some help. Uh, I think he's, he's got a lot of potential, but Allen Robinson is a guy that's already solidified. I mean, we we know what he could do, and so if you have somebody like Patrick Mahomes getting the ball to him, then we know he's going to be able to eat. Now, the only the, the question with that is, can can we afford it? You know, what I'm saying. I mean, he's going to come in with a help a, a, a healthy. A, a, healthy price tag, right? It's going to be hefty. and So when he comes in, he's going to be asking for top money. And look, and, and, and rightly so, he's a number one receiver. I don't think we need a number one receiver. I think we need a number two. And Calvin Ridley, I, I get you saying those two guys, but look, I'm looking at the free agent market. There's a lot of guys out there. There's a lot of guys out there, and it's not going to break the bank with these, these two guys. So I, those two guys, you know, and Tyson, Allen Robinson, I don't know if we could get it because I don't know if we can pay him that much money because we got other contracts we need to do. Um, But I think there's other guys out there besides just those two. So, I mean, we'll see, man. We'll see. But if we had to pick those two, I mean, I'd take Allen Robinson all day. No doubt.
2: With Calvin Ridley, are you not concerned about like a a Ben Simmons kind of thing where, you know, we don't know what's going to happen with him like kind of deal because he's dealing with mental health stuff. We don't know. I don't know his
1: situation. I just know he's a playmaker, you know. And, and to to do the things that he did his first couple of years, uh, especially with Julio Jones being there, he was the main target and and, and lived up to it. So d- definitely a playmaker when he gets the ball in his hand and knows how to get open. So uh, for whatever reason, he decided to pull that card. Uh, is it not wanting to be in Atlanta, not wanting to be in an offense or just really dealing with some issues?
0: I don't know. Yeah, well that I'm be honest with you, that was kind of like my concern. I mean, I, I don't know, does he have it all figured out? You know, that's that's the question. And I think that is is his priority over anything else, right? And maybe like he said, maybe he's looking for a new home. So maybe, maybe that's it. Sure.
2: I guess my question with uh with what you said about Alan Robinson. So he is one of the big he's probably one of the number one guys as far as receivers um in this upcoming class, Devontae that's Adams true. and then and then him probably, I would say. Um he, he's already had a payday. So the, one of the arguments I've seen on Twitter from one of the Chief fans is he's already had a payday when he signed with Chicago. He is played with the Jacksonville Jaguars where he, I mean, he, he stiffed the AFC Championship once, but he had Blake Bortles and he went to Chicago at, at uh, Trubisky and then the quarterbacks he had this year. Maybe he signs that, remember we talked about last year, but guys signing one-year deals to just try to win one. Could he be that option? I mean, at this point in his career?
0: I mean, uh, You know, he could. You know, he, he could be better. how they treated him this, this past year up there in Chicago. It's like, look, I want to be in a, in a contract or get this some of this guaranteed money, you know, in the signing bonus, and this is where I want to be. So uh, a guy like that, he knows his worth. I, I, did he come here for one year? Yeah, possibly. Uh, but like a guy like that who's already established, he's a number one. He's going to be treated like a number one. And he knows, look, I can go anywhere and get this money. And that's the thing about it. His... his <laughs> His skill set is going to be wanted all over the league. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, J.D., you know, we had this
1: discussion last year, though, and we thought that, I mean, I, I, we didn't understand why so many big-name guys wouldn't want to take less to come here or they wouldn't want to sign uh, with the Chiefs. And all of a sudden, you know, uh, we depended on what we had. We didn't really go after anybody. We waited until we found um, Josh Gordon. your guy, Gordon. Yeah. To bring him in. Uh, but even for some of the defensive line guys, we nobody wanted to come to Kansas City for whatever reason. I don't know. I don't I didn't get that part. So I don't know if it's the front office and I'm not, you know, uh really going after guys or guys just don't want to be in Kansas City with 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 uh
0: Mahomes. I don't I don't understand it. I, I look I think we both understand, man. Look, th- each of them guys are gonna negotiate as much as possible. They're gonna try to low bar you and what we can get. They can steal you. They're gonna try to do it. I think they, they did it with Ingram. Was able to get him here, but like every, everybody else, Houston and stuff, like you said, didn't go after him. I think they sitting there saying, "Well, we're we willing to give you this," but that's about it. That's all we can do. That's all we like. Obj, right? Like, why would you not want to come to Kansas City? You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's what I would think. Like when you when you are playing with a quarterback like this, like you said, we we just made that argument these uh, like a few months, a uh, minutes ago about how great of a quarterback Patrick Mahomes is. These guys are going to be in a contender every single year. Like, to us, that makes sense. But the other guys, they like, yo, man, I want to get this money. It's money, somebody's going to pay me out here, and I'm going to make this team better. And I know every every player believes, wherever they go, they're going to make that team better, right? So I think that's what it is, man. Chiefs are just playing hardball with some of these guys. Well,
2: but to that point, I mean, Juju, for example, we were offering him, I think, Overall, with the incentive-based deal, I think our deal was more than what Pittsburgh ended up, and he ended up taking with Pittsburgh. And now, as season ends, he, you know. I'm and glad it drop. didn't
1: happen.
2: Well, well, now, but now he wants to be part of that, of, of the Chiefs now. So, it's like, you know, he, he last year he took the money. It didn't work out. His team was a, uh, a first-round knockout. And now, as season ends, he wants to come on to Kansas City. I mean, it's just, you know. Uh, it's like,
0: don't- have
1: what you
0: got last year, then. <laughs> Don't try to take me to the dance if I'm your second choice. Don't come because you got turned down. Oh, uh it's gonna be like that. Yeah,
2: I mean, it, it'll, it'll be interesting. I mean, I, I've seen uh, our, our friend Lance has spoken. He uh, tweeted earlier if we get rid of Frank Clark, Anthony Hitchens, um, and if Joe Thuney uh, restructures his deal to take money up front, we would have around 31 million dollars to spend this coming off season. I mean, that would free up 31 million. And I think he even put, we could get Juju, we could get, Jujuy, we could get a, a, an Al Robinson and a one year deal based off of that. But what you said, we got to retain some of the guys with that, that are going out the door. So,
0: yes. Oh, yeah. It's coming up. It's coming up. Yeah.
2: That'll be interesting. I, do, do you think we'll end up getting two, uh, two receivers this offseason, or you think we'll, we'll get one big name guy or big ish name? Say it again. Do you think we'll end up getting two guys this offseason, two receivers? Two receivers, Juju and someone else, or something like that, or or no? A lot of chief fans think that's happening.
0: Uh, I, I you can't ask only if
1: you think. We don't know what the hell they're going to do.
0: <laughs> yeah. oh, what well, we, we'd, we'd
1: like to happen, yeah,
0: right. Yeah, I think I think we get at least one. Right, we get at least one, and get another guy that that is kind of a proven guy, a name that we've heard a lot. Maybe, maybe, but I know we'll definitely get one for sure. Um, so.
2: I only, I only asked that just because Beach had talked about, you know, shoring up the other, uh, other weapons uh, in, his, in his, uh, his exit press conference. So, I mean, gotcha. will, will one guy do that? I mean, I, I don't know. That remains to be seen.
0: Listen, look, we, there's one football, okay? And then we Tyreek Hill, uh, Travis Kels, uh, and whoever else. And then McCall Harmon and all of them are going to filter in and get the, the, the rest of the, the catches and the running backs. And so, you know, that's, that's going to be, you know, the challenge. I mean, seriously, you know. So, <laughs> only got one.
2: And then possibly Josh Gordon, if he, you know, learns a playbook and he can uh, join the squad this year.
0: <laughs> Flash, baby. You looking for flat? Yo, right here. You heard it first. I was trying to tell it. Flash. Flash. He's going to come back. Watch. Give him some time.
2: He, did. He, do you think he'll run the playbook this offseason and get on the field? No.
1: <laughs> I'm not hating it, man. I just don't think he has it anymore.
2: I mean, his his blocking was pretty impeccable.
1: It's good, man. If he didn't do enough to, to, to satisfy what the opportunities we gave him, I don't think we bring it back. Yeah, he, wants to, he probably wants to come back, but... I don't see a reason for them to bring him back.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, now with a, with a bigger practice squad, I mean, he'll he'll have a chance to, to, to shine during training camp. But if not, then
1: I guess. Well, y'all giving that
0: through a whole lot of excuses. <laughs> we'll get my, let's give, damn God, let's just, can we get give him an off-season? <laughs> just one. Just that, man, I want to. I'm, I'm. We're trying to win Super Bowls, man. We I, absolutely we are, and so if we had a guy here who we get. He got a little bit of the offense, knowing how everything is done. Look, and, and to be honest, and look, I don't know. Did you tally up
1: Josh Gordon's yards and get 200 yards total out of it?
0: No. But, exactly. So what is that? That doesn't benefit the team? The E. Let's give him an offseason. At least, at least do it, man. You already right. Oh. Appreciate it. Come on. Take it. here. Bye, Josh. Out of here. Hey, you, we ain't caught. All he right. was a whole lot of okay. money, man. He, he's okay. on the okay. minimum.
2: <laughs> He'll definitely get the opportunities. I mean, it, uh, he, he did get the opportunities this year, but I mean, given the offseason, if you know, if he makes it through training camp, I mean, and the preseason game. So we'll we'll definitely see what happens with that. I, I just hope they actually give him a legit shot. He's not cut before we get to the, you know, the grind time of training camp. You know, one of those like after mini camp cuz. We'll be on him. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, final concern of the night. Uh so pro football focus releases their list at the end of the year. Um, and they released their top 100 list. She's had six players in that list. Uh, number 27 being Creed Humphrey, 32 being Travis Kelsey, 33 Tyree kill, 38, Chris Jones, 63, Joe Thune, and 69, Patrick Mahomes, 69. Um, which she players do you think got snubbed from next? Of that list? Cause there's a lot of people who think Trey Smith should have been on that list.
0: I, you know what? Uh, I don't know if the, the list that you're, you're referencing. I, I need to look at it. Uh, I think maybe Patrick probably should have been a little bit higher. Trey in itself. Uh, mm, I mean, you know, he, he played. He played okay. What about what about Honey Badger? But you know, was he a snub? You know, top hundred. I think he might have, should have been a top hundred player. Uh, so uh, that's where I look at it.
1: I, I don't know because like I've never liked these type of votes. Um, that they're not votes by the players. And the same, as I said, for the Hall of Fame, I think it's best when you have guys that have played the games, kind of paved the way or looked at on a higher standard um, to have these type of votes because yet they know know what it takes um, mentally and physically to get to that point. Uh, But yet... These votes are usually by writers, uh, media people. So I don't invest a lot of time into what uh, they amount to anymore because uh, for all sports, you know, I think that for any type of classification, it should be done by your peers. And, and, you know, guys that have have played the game that actually know what it takes instead of guys. And and I I don't want to discredit any media people, any writers, you know, whatever you know careers they've made for themselves doing this um, well, for being involved in sports because there's some great writers out there there's some great writers that have helped the game evolve yet i think that when it comes to classifying a player and and uh within this sport any sport it should be done by older players because uh, those guys that went through have gone through the, the trenches of, of any sport and have you know paved the way and and, and you know basically uh, seen what it takes to be what they
0: are. So but let me ask you. So, and this I have an issue with it. Do you have a problem with how they do the Pro Bowl too? See, because now I'm sitting there. Well, I think you get. A, I think that's based on a certain percentage, right? You get fans, you players, and third, third, yeah, third, third, third. So writers, I'm, I'm, players, I'm good with players. that. It, yeah, I, but man, i seen guys, man, that made the Pro Bowl and shit, you know, that <laughs> probably shouldn't have made it. I'm gonna be honest. So, I mean, look, when you look at the body of work, what they did over the year, what I've seen over, you know, past years, guys that was making Pro Bowls, it was just name recognition. And so sometimes, you know, that's man, always been that way, JD. We've always had that. <laughs> no, no, I, I, no, I disagree with you on that, E. Because now, when we start, when you start making more money, these guys and, and I don't I'm I'm trying to think exactly when it changed right because I know at least when I first started it was credence to the guys that was playing you know guys weren't making that much money so when guys was out there playing they was hitting hard they was like I said it was it was that bragging it was right a lot of money during our times it ain't what it is today oh yeah no nah. we played it was still a lot of money uh, yeah but I mean to us but you know guys weren't worried about getting hurt you know what I'm saying it wasn't it wasn't like one of those things like you know these guys I mean full on tackle. You know what I mean? Like, you know, if your age is telling you, like, a lot, like, Wait, a lot a has ahead.
1: changed about the game, though.
0: A lot, you know, of that. it has, it has. But, uh, what my point, it, I was saying, is that there was guys that that was only playing like five to six games that was getting making Bowls. and then sometimes you look at maybe some of the catches or maybe sacks and stuff like that. Guys didn't even have; they were just name recognition. They let guys in because they was. It's, it's almost like a politician who, whose name is. They hear the name all the time. They just automatically get, go in and vote for the guy, and yeah. so it's like, wait a minute, did you even see what this guy did this year? No, but I recognize his name because he was in the Pro Bowl last year and he met it two or three years ago. And so, um, you know, like like you were saying, and I agree with you one hundred percent that you know sometimes these these polls come out and people are, look. I get it. How much credence do you give these these guys? Pro Football Focus. I mean, I'm sure these guys have a formula how they do it, and you know, it's all based off of you know analytics and all those different things, and and how they come up. That's their pole in itself, right? So it's just pro football focus. That's their pole in itself. But I agree with you. That like we're we're talking about, and, and not to like you said, not to discredit them, but we know that's just that's how they graded it out. So. Yeah.
2: It's, it's based on their analytics uh, system th- throughout the season from where they graded players uh, each game. And a lot of, a lot of people argue with it because it's, it's very subjective to their grading scales. Like uh, I know that a lot of uh, last year, they got a lot of flag for they had Mahomes as the number six quarterback because of <laughs> dropped interceptions, not interceptions. They rated him down because of dropped interceptions. So it's like, I mean, at the end of the day, it wasn't, it wasn't a pick, but they're still grading him down for that. So a lot of people are have, have problems with their grading scales. Um as far as the, the the voting for Pro Bowl, I mean, if you think, if you look at it as far as the NBA aspect, it's always been kind of a popularity contest. I remember when Shaq was with, with the Phoenix Suns and the Boston Celtics, he was still uh, the top vote getter, and he wasn't he wasn't the same Shaq anymore.
0: Right. <laughs> he barely got off the bench, right?
2: <laughs> but, all right, uh, well, that does it for us. Uh, thanks for tuning in to Chief Concerns, presented by Bet Online. We'll see you guys next week. E, have a good time, dogs, buddy. Oh, my God, man. I'm going
1: to send him your way. <laughs> Y'all have a good night. I'm already trying to run out of <laughs> See you,
0: fellas. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.